Well, thank you for joining us for another episode of Can We Talk with Demi and Friends. I'm so glad that you're here, and I'm always so happy that we can talk and have those conversations that go unsaid or we've put off having. Can we talk are those conversations to inspire and inform so that we can just grow together? Can we talk reminds us to talk it out, even when the message tends to be hard or the topic is too taboo? Can we talk? Are those conversations that encourage you to show up every day and be the best version of you? So since you're here, turn up the volume, even tell a friend, and let's start talking. So today, I want you to help me welcome a dear friend that I've known for so many years. She's more like a sister. We're family. Uh, I've known our guests for more than almost 30 years now. Latangela Allen is a woman of faith. She's been married to her husband for 28 years. She is a mother, a sister, a daughter, aunt, mentor, and friend, and so much more. Latangela is an event planner, a speaker, a creator, and a doer. She's, uh, she's been in the health management and client relation field for more than 20 plus years. She is also a management consultant, working with a wide range of industries and individuals to help rebuild and rebrand their organizations. She's skilled and competent in both inter and intrapersonal communications. She, uh, she serves as the director of the Women's Ministry of Truth and Holiness Full Gospel Church. She is also the founder of Lace Exclusive Event Incorporated and an event planner. Um, she is also the founder and the creator of God's Girl Rock T-shirt apparel. So all of these things she's going to talk to us about. So one thing um, that I did mention is she is the host of an annual conference that she started in her native state of Florida, where she has guest speakers and mentors from all over that come and they share a message of healing, uh, healing from past hurt from rejection, abandonment, brokenness. Um, and they just stand and walk alongside of the women that come to the conference in droves. Um, she recently launched a new customer development agency during the pandemic amidst all of the other things that she's doing. And she's, you know, busy, uh, just every day doing things, uh, but she launched a new business during the pandemic. So we're going to talk about all of those things as we dive into our conversation with her today on Can We Talk with Demi and Friends. So help me in joining my sister, my sister friend, this woman of God, Latangela Allen, to our conversation. Latangela, thank you for joining us today. Thank you, Demi, for having me. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I, I'm just I'm very honored. I'm honored to have you and I appreciate you um, just carving time and, and scheduling, you know, to have this conversation with us. You know, we talk, um, but a lot of times, you know, we're busy and we have to make sure, you know, have the time and you know, 
<laughs> think time is just busy and work and all of those things. So I'm, I'm happy that you're here. And I just mentioned, you know, even in the pandemic, you know, you're, you're still being a creator, a doer, not sitting idle. And I, I definitely want us to talk about all those things. So I'm just going to jump right into it. And this is my question. Um, okay. So last year, March 2020, I was supposed to see you because you were having a conference uh, there in Atlanta. And that was the weekend that um, my family and I, we said, hey, we're going to start this lockdown. And it was actually my daughter's uh, birthday weekend, March 13th. And I was hoping to see you. But um, so, again, COVID and lockdown, social distancing, and all those type of things. Tell me, what have you been doing um, in all of this change and I hate to say new normal or just a time of uncertainty? What's been going on with you? Well, Demi, I will say this. In the midst of a pandemic, you would think that um, you really wouldn't be launching a whole business, Mm -hmm. but I seeking and searching during this time. Um, My purpose, my path, what is it that I'm supposed to be doing? And because I had so much time alone with everybody else, we had so much time to do a lot of soul searching. Mm. And that's what I started to do. And I started to figure out that's what I needed to do at that moment. Mm -hmm. So I I started searching and, and searching and searching myself emotionally, spiritually, financially, all the areas of my life. And I wanted to find out where, where do you want to go? What do you want to do? This is a lot of time that you have because you can't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. You can't do anything. True. You know? So why not? And nobody really wants to look at themselves, look really into themselves, mm-hmm. you know, because you're going to find something that you might, that, not like. you know, you don't like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You might not like it. And you have a lot of times to deal with it. So I had a lot of time to deal with me to deal with dreams, to deal with goals, but it had to start with me. You know, Mm -hmm. I had to really deal with me. Um, To be honest, I I, I, I found some things (laughs) that I got to improve. I was like, I thought I had that together, but okay. You know, um, (laughs) and then, you know, um, just dealing with the lot, everybody's losing, you know, family Mm -hmm. um, members. I've lost, you know, my, my, my brother and my father to COVID. So, Mm -hmm. you know, that in itself. And then me working in the healthcare industry, that was a little taxing on me too, Mm -hmm. because every day um, I'm coming into contact with people all day long. And yes, it slowed up during the time of at the first um, uh, portion of the pandemic, but people were still sick, you know, and they still need to come to the doctor. So we put ourselves in that way. You know, I felt Mm -hmm. like I really wasn't line because they were afraid of me and I was afraid of them, (laughs) you know, but you still had to work. Mm -hmm. Oh, you really did. So in that time, and then I, um, I had a lot of time and I, people were always telling me, Oh my God, you're so nice. Oh my God, you care. Oh my God, you go over and beyond. And I just kept hearing it and hearing it. And then my one friend girl, she told me, she said, Oh, you're such a cheerleader for everybody. Mm-hmm. I said, she said, you cheer, you cheer everybody. So that kind of kept ringing in my head, ringing in my head. And the people were telling me how nice, how nice I was, mm-hmm. even in the midst of a pandemic, they don't know I'm over here crazy and scared, <laughs> you know, don't breathe on me, don't sneeze, don't cough, you know, don't do any of that right. kind of stuff. Uh-huh. But in the midst of the, um, going through all of that, 
I found me. I found my niche. Wow. I understand my path. Uh-huh. I understand my plan, and I'm trying to stay in my lane because mm-hmm. I just don't want to swerve to nobody else's lane. Right. My lane works for me. It may be a little slower than others, but my lane works for me. And I just do believe that God has his hand on my path. Uh-huh. And so if that is the case, then I need to say the case on the path that God has me. Mm-hmm. Because if I go to the, to the wide gate, I may mess things up. Mm-hmm. So I got to stay on the narrow gate. Right. You see, and my narrow gate may take me a long time to get to where destiny is, but I'm going to eventually get there. So I've been finding some things. I've been learning some patience mm-hmm. and I've been learning to say, no, the no, art. I don't want that. Listen, <laughs> No, I don't want to do that. No, yes. I don't want to be a part of it. No, mm-hmm. you know, and it's been for me saying no. I'm like, ah, oh, OK, maybe it took the pandemic for me to say no. Because right. sometimes, Demi, we say yes to a lot of things that it's not part of our destiny, mm-hmm. you know, and it's because it's the thing that everybody's doing. But I just learned that God will send strangers and send people mm-hmm. that he has assigned to you to help you get to where you are, such Absolutely. as yourself. I wouldn't have never, no, you know, it's many people with podcasts, <laughs> but nobody asked me to do a podcast, but you and I think this is the greatest thing in the whole wide world, right. you know, because, <laughs> because, hey, it's surprise, not small beginnings. Cause we never know. Right. And at least I have to say I was the first one on Demi and Friends, girl. Come on now. Yes. Come on. Can we, look, can we talk? <laughs> yes, we can talk. Yes, ma'am. That's amazing. That is amazing. And, you know, uh, you are, they say in, uh, a cheerleader, I say encourager. Definitely. Um, that's who I know you to be. And before we talk more about the actual uh, launch of what you did in 2020, uh, I want to go back to, um, so you, you work in the healthcare industry now and uh, you do um like customer relations management and, and, and things like that. And you've done that for over 20 years. But another thing that really inspires me uh, that you've been doing for the last, uh, I don't want to get the number wrong, but, and you can correct me, but I know it's probably been close to maybe 10 years um, mm-hmm. as far as with uh, God's Girls Rock, the conference and things like that. You're a founder and creator of this annual conference that speaks to women who have or are currently uh, experiencing hurt, uh, brokenness, abandonment, rejection, uh, and, and you've been doing this and you continue to do it each year, even last year, as I mentioned, when uh, COVID is this thing where we're preparing ourselves, you know, uh, you still had a, um, you still made time for women to come and get the heal- the healing that they need. So one way that I would describe you in addition to being an encourager is that um, I think that you meet people at the intersection of hurt and healing. You meet them there because at some point in our lives, we cross that path. And sometimes when we meet up at that intersection, what are we going to do? Are we going to keep driving in that direction or we're going to do something to pivot, to change, to change course of how we're dealing with it. So what I'd like for you to do is talk to us about um, the women's conference. Um, I know one year it was called she, me, her God's girl rock 2019. 
Um, healed to uh what it healed to heal and uh-huh. uh this year uh it's called the bounce back oh gosh y'all should see this advertisement for the bounce back i like that you know that sounds like uh some action movie the bounce back <laughs> so, yeah that's um, what it's gonna be and you're headed back to Florida and we'll give out more information about uh, where this conference is going to be. And she's going to share all of that with us. But if you could share with uh, us, what is the premise, the premise and your passion behind starting and continuing to return each year to these women? Well, first, let me just give you a little bit about why I started the conference. Mm-hmm. Um, I am all of what you, I embodied all of pretty much what you said, the hurt, okay. the, the rejected, the abandoned, the abused, mm-hmm. the misunderstood. So that was me. And I needed a place, a safe place wow. mm-hmm. to one, realize this is, this is, this is your life or this was your life, or this is what you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. And let, Others know that you're not alone. Mm-hmm. It's not a comfort for the most intellectual person. I'm going to, like you said, meet you right at the crossroad mm-hmm. of where you are, where your pain and your healing. Because how do you minister to someone that you that it's something that you've never gone through? Right. Like how do how are you effective in that area? You're not. Mm-hmm. You're just talking. But when you've gone through it, mm-hmm. and when you've been abused, and when you've had mental breakdowns. You know, at the age mm-hmm. of 16, 18, when you've when you've felt the, the 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 abandonment for over 30 something years and you have not had a chance to actually be healed. And when you finally get healed, mm-hmm. that's just like when you're in jail, when you want to free somebody, if, when you're free, you want to free somebody else. So mm-hmm. that allowed me to go into a place where I had to see myself. And if I could see myself better Throughout the conference, I see that I can see other women. So I allowed a safe place to, to, to happen. I gave them a safe place to, to, one, be healed. One, to let you know you're not alone, to hold your hand. Secondly, I gave them a safe place to allow them to, to accept their healing without wow, judgment. I like that. Okay? And then on top of that, I gave them an opportunity to enjoy their healing. Mm. So we recognize, we recognize, it's like going to the doctor. We recognize I'm, I'm to this doctor's appointment, which is I'm to this conference. And then I'm giving him my symptoms as to what's going on with me. So the prescriptions are being mm-hmm. uh, taken care of. And now I, I, I'm healed from all of that, or I'm on my way to my healing. Right. You know, so I allow over three days, I just allow the woman to really let loose and realize, listen, there's more to me than my pain. There's more to me, my shame. There's mm-hmm. more to me than abandonment. I don't have to stay in this place. I don't have to take this, you know, and it's with a godly foundation, a spiritual foundation right. is, is, is how it's laid. So when we're walking it out, it's all in the spirit of, of, of God. It's not mm-hmm. on our own. So in that, when that gave me the liberty mm-hmm. to do that, I had somebody else's conference. And I said, wow, you know, I want to be free. I want to be healed. <laughs> I want, you know, and I'm sitting at this conference with all these thousands of people and I'm just like, you know, are they going to pay any attention to me? Like I paid this money to come, <laughs> but will I get something outside of the wow. charismatic okay. part of it? Mm-hmm. You know, I really want 
to be healed. I'm tired of this. And um, that conference really changed my life because I went in saying, I have a problem. I'm sick. I'm not just showing up to the doctor because mm-hmm. it's a recheck. I'm coming because I got a problem. <laughs> Right. You know, and so that's that's how the conference actually started. That's that's what drives me. Yes. Did I want to give up? I wanted to give up at one point because I always let finances try to dictate mm-hmm. what needed to take place. But God decided he'll take care of that, too. Right. When I tell you he has put people <laughs> in my path, he has put people to start sending me money. When I tell you, Demi, he's been sending. Um, I'll start in January getting just random, you know money. I want to start sewing now so you can have everything you want. Come on, God, mm-hmm. what? So and then with the <laughs> pandemic on. not um happening, you know, the pandemic come and last year because I was prepared. See it's something not to be prepared. Mm-hmm. I was prepared, but God decided that he would do something else last year. So I said, okay. So it was all about you were knocked down last year. You went through because everybody went through regardless yes, they lost did. their job, they lost their family, they lost their faith, they lost mm-hmm. a whole lot. So this year, when they come around, you're going to bounce back right to where God would have you be. Not where you were, but you're going to bounce back and bounce over. Come on. You're going to be that in this conference Mm because I believe that's what God is going to do because he's been he's been showing himself so much since we started planning. And and people want to doubt, oh, ain't nobody going to come. Are we going to have to wear a mask? It doesn't matter at this point because God's going to send who he needs to bounce over and to bounce back. You might want to be there. Mm -hmm. You might want to be there so you can bounce back to 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 the things of God, not to what you were doing. See, Mm -hmm. some of us want to bounce back being, you know, how we were. No, no, no. No. He gave us a whole year and some change to get it right. So for those that he has, he has ordained to bounce back, I promise you, I don't care, Demi, it could be two or three. <laughs> Y'all going to bounce. We're going to be bounced. We're going to bounce. Yes. Right. That's, okay. what all, that's all he needs. The Bible says where two or three are gathered. gathered. So that's where we're going we're gonna to bounce back because there's some women out there that need this. There's mm-hmm. some women out there that's going through a whole lot. I remember, you know, me going through Demi and I just wish I could find someone that would just be honest with me, be transparent, mm-hmm. you know, because most times people think speakers or pastors or evangelists or mm-hmm. hosts, they don't go anything. They don't have any trouble. It's just all gravy. It's just right. wonderful. Just wonderful. That's not so. I want them to feel as though I care so much about them. And it's just me and them in a the room. It could be 45 of us, but I want each one to feel I have a one-on-one Right. With this, she cares about me. She, I'm important to her. I'm, I'm a VIP. Yes. Everybody that comes to the doors is a VIP. They're very important people because they're important to God. That means he's entrusted me for those three days. Thank you. They're important to me. Amen. Wow. I'm trying to take notes and, uh, <laughs> and uh, listen, don't make Mississippi come out. I said, and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, and I'm uh, excited. I, I can listen. We're doing um we're doing this through video conference. So I can see her. I said, I'm just I'm gonna let her go. I'm just gonna take these notes. <laughs> but sis so I know you can speak to it. And there's nothing like being able to one, sometimes you can see or you can feel the hurt or the pain that someone has had is experiencing because you've lived it. And sometimes it has a look or a feel to it. And God mm-hmm. allows us to experience life in a way so that when he brings us through that, 
Now I got to go after my sisters. I got to go after my mm-hmm. brothers or what have you. So I love that you said, how could I speak to something that I have no point of reference from? And then you, mm-hmm. I, you talked about freedom and liberty. That's that part that we want people to get to in the mm-hmm. healing, the freedom and the liberty. And uh, wow, you, you had you, you talked about so much in that. And so we I can hear and understand the purpose and why people, why women are coming back each year. What you got for me? What you got for me? Because here's the one thing we know. I'm not just going to go to the emergency room to just hang out. When people come to an emergency room or the hospital, that means they need something. There's some woundingness. There's some, I need some (laughs) application. I need you to reset something, you know, reset a bone (laughs) or something. So, you know, I just, I love that you make a safe place for women to share, letting them know that you're, they're not alone. Because when you went to the conference, this is what spoke to me. And you said there were thousands of women there. God said, now I've seen, I've shown you a roadmap. Now I'm going to take you, put you in this situation. And I need you to duplicate, replicate what you saw done because you've already (laughs) gone through the legwork of the brokenness, being uh, abandoned, feeling rejected. You know, you know what that feels like and you know who I am Uh to you. So Uh now I'm going to send some women your way. And you said, again, being prepared. And whenever we talk about the conference, every each time you share with me the testimony of how God is just uh, being faithful as, as far as like preparing, getting you prepared, staying prepared so that you have uh-huh. everything that you need to do his uh-huh. work. And I just love that. And I'm going to make this final point so that we can, you know, you can continue to share with us. Another thing that you, uh, you said, uh, or it made me think of this. A lot of times people will see, uh, see you where you are today, you know, uh, feeling like, oh, you're thriving and people never know your story or what it is that um, you had to do or to go through to get to that point. So they see your, do we dare say, do they see your glory, but they don't know your story. So mm-hmm. is I think it's always inviting to someone when they say, wow, I would have never known that, but now I can trust you because you got some skin in the game. You got some, you got some skin in the game and you know what it feels like. And I want, I want to know how you can live in that space now to where, um, you feel free to enjoy, uh, the Liberty, uh, you know, of being on the other side of, hurt. So I, I well, just think that's amazing. Go ahead. That, that is amazing. And the, I just want to add this to the part. Mm-hmm. I started living in my truth. Mm-hmm. Not the truth of what other people thought. Right. Or how they assumed I should handle. I lived in my truth. Well, you wasn't, you know, you wasn't raised like that. You know, this is what happened to me. This is my truth. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, try to do our best. This is my truth. It's my truth. Mm-hmm. And a lot, you know, people tell you, I don't know if you've ever been told this, but people try to tell you how you feel. Oh, you don't really feel like that. Mm-hmm. Yes, I do. This is how I feel. Yeah. I'm entitled to my feelings because guess what? They are my 
feelings. Yes, they are. Yes, yeah, they are. so I just live in my truth. I live in my hurt. I live in my pain. I live in my shame, but I live in my healed place. There you go. That's where you, that's where you <laughs> reside and thrive. Yeah, in my healed place. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so <laughs> kind of like along that line. So here's a question that I, I wanted to ask. How do you give yourself permission to love who you are today based on your past experiences? Because you, when you were talking before, you said we give them permission, you know, to be free. So how do you give your, if someone is listening and and they don't think they'll ever get to that place that they can't just, they can't let go of whatever the thing is. How do you, how would you speak to them in a way that they would know, give yourself permission to love yourself? Even if you're still a mess, even if you're still in the process of becoming who God has created you to be. Well, I personally, I would say the God factor. That's mm-hmm. what did it for me. I had to factor in God in everything mm-hmm. because the enemy, he will he comes to steal, kill and destroy. So anything good that I would think of, he would shoot it down. Mm-hmm. So then I had to. God factor for God so loved the world he gave. Mm-hmm. So if he did all of that, then I have permission to be healed. I give myself permission to cry. Mm-hmm. I get because he said we be may endure. So you see the God factor. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. cry, we be may endure for a night, but, but joy mm-hmm. comes. Mm-hmm. Oh, I feel so alone and broken. I'll never leave you or no. forsake you. Come on now. Uh-huh. So okay, then oh, I don't have enough. I've never seen the righteous forsaken, Tootie, <laughs> or is he big and brave? Uh-huh. So what are you? So it's, it's just, you've got to put the God factor mm-hmm. in it. You don't have to know all the scriptures. You just got to find one that fits. When he tells you this, you got to find a scripture to come back what he says. Mm-hmm. Will it be easy all the time? No. But if you allow yourself to, 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 to come back the negative with something positive, mm-hmm. then that, that's a battle right there. He's got to keep fighting because you keep bringing in the God factor. Mm-hmm. So somebody mm-hmm. resist devil and he shall flee so if i keep resisting him mm-hmm. he will flee that will give me the, the window of opportunity to enjoy to allow myself to be then i right. i realize oh that weapon works mm-hmm. that weapon works mm-hmm. but if i don't know about the weapon i'm always bringing a, a spoon to a gunfight well <laughs> no no it ain't right. gonna work right. and i used to bring the spoon to the gunfight and lose right God factor. Absolutely. So the God factor, that's your relationship with God, applying, believing one. And that's enough in itself, believing what his word says, because Mm -hmm. his word does not come back to him unfulfilled and having accomplished what it was sent to do. So knowing his word and applying it, because the enemy also knows his word, but he takes out the part, the truth part. (laughs) He, he wants Mm -hmm. to get in there and to uh, break up communication, make it uh, one where you don't know the word, where you won't seek God's heart to know what he says about you. Because at the end of it all, when it's all said and done, his will shall be done. And that means his will Uh for your life shall be done simple as that if we trust him if we apply the god factor of who he is he's the main factor you know in my life i know in your life so yeah that's the that's where the freedom comes from that's where the joy comes from you know i used to hear people talk about um 
things that made them happy and their um, people uh, relying on other people to make them happy. Well, happiness is based on what's happening. What if the thing Mm -hmm. that's happening doesn't make you happy? But here's the thing about joy. You can't produce it. You can't replicate it. Neither can you replicate uh, replicate peace because those things come from God. He is the peace that passes all understanding. He is the Prince of Peace. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I'm sharing I'm sharing all those things because, you know, that's who that's just part of his character and who he is. And, you know, what we receive when we come to him. So it's great to be happy, but not when you're putting your happiness on, you know, expecting someone else to make that happen. And and that's, mm-hmm. you know, that's can be short lived. So, um, um, yeah. I want to ask another question. Um, this uh-huh. question is, uh, what was one of the hardest things that you needed to change your mind about? when it came to your uh, healing process? Well, that I was worthy of it. Oh, okay. That I was really, it was not my fault, some things, but I was worthy Mm -hmm. of it. And when I would think about, okay, you, 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 you allowed this to happen. You allowed this to happen. You allowed this to happen. And I had to confront the issue to say, yes, I did allow that to happen. Mm -hmm. But at some point, some of the things that I allowed to happen was in my ignorance. Mm -hmm. Some of the things were out of my control. And some of the things, they just happened. Mm -hmm. So I had to take ownership of the things that I let happen. Forgive and let go of the things I had no control over. And just really open myself up. Mm -hmm. Was that easy? No, because I had to be reminded of, again, all of those hurt, all of that, all of those emotions Mm -hmm. had to come back full circle. I didn't, and you know, you don't want to deal with them all over again, but Mm -hmm. it was easy dealing with them when you're on your path to healing more so than dealing with them and you're soaking in it. You're still trying to go on a merry-go-round in it. Mm -hmm. It's okay to get off. Because you know what, I gave my myself permission that if I don't like what's being served at the table, I can get up now. Mm-hmm. I don't have to eat it. I can get up now. Right. I don't have before when you were a little girl and you know you're gonna eat what I cook. But right now, as an adult, if I don't like what's being served in me, I can get up. Wow, I like that. I like that. I'm gonna have to uh, rewind this and uh, listen to this again. So stop trying to force feed. <laughs> yourself something yeah. when you yeah. don't have an come appetite on. for that. Come on. Come on here, Demi. Hey. Yes. Yes. I know. And I just know. kept eating and gorging and throwing up. Because I was <laughs> I was for you know forcing right. myself to be with people to fit in to do this mm-hmm. and to, to want this and you know you'll you'll sabotage everything good for the one thing. Mm-hmm. that don't even want anything to do with you. All this good out here. I couldn't see any of all the ones that love me and could, you know, but I'm just worried about that one. Mm-hmm. I stopped, I stopped desiring to eat there. Right. I don't like that restaurant anymore. Right. <laughs> that restaurant is pain, honey. And so <laughs> you can say at this point, I don't have an appetite. I don't have a taste for that. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> Come on now, the analogy of food and, you know, I like that. 
I like yeah, because we can we can relate that. That's the one thing we can relate to, you know, uh, the things that, you know, we eat and, but look at the relationships. If you, if you uh, replace the whole eating part, look at um, the relationships that you keep getting drawn to and getting the same results from, Mm -hmm. you know, maybe your appetite isn't that type of relationship. Maybe it Mm -hmm. is that God is saying, daughter, I have something better for you. Young man, Mm -hmm. I have something different that I want to show you. And maybe right Mm -hmm. now you're not even supposed to be involved in that because I I still got some work that I'm working on you about and you trying to get Mm -hmm. ahead of me. Yes. We do that. We do that a lot. Here it is. Force feeding. We're trying to Mm -hmm. cram something down that you know, I, I'm I'm full. This doesn't work no more. Like you said, I, I throw it up. You know, it's it's yeah. gonna all come out. So I like that. I, I I like that. So um before we get to the I wanna ask like one more question relating to um just how you've dealt with um different areas of um brokenness. What's one thing that you would tell someone who might be thinking about coming to the conference or maybe they're they don't want other people to know, hey, I'm struggling with this or I thought I was I thought I was done with it, but it keeps coming back. So what's one thing that you would tell someone um, about holding on to hurt or just feeling broke to the point they don't think that they'll ever be uh, healed from it. Well, first I would say um, for them coming to the conference, Mm -hmm. I would really say empty yourself Mm -hmm. out. That's good. Empty, whether you have to write it down on a piece of paper, Mm -hmm. speak it to your phone, just sit in the atmosphere, in in the open, in the air, Mm -hmm. and empty yourself out. So there will be, you know, there will be no um, indigestion. Mm-hmm. And what I mean by you, so when you begin to digest what's going to be poured into you, it can go through you without you having to have gastritis or GERD or a mm-hmm. heartburn, you know, mm-hmm. empty yourself out because if there's no acid, no fluid for uh, the, the, when the word gets in, there's nothing, no acids inside your stomach where it can't recur to take the word back out, mm-hmm. you know, because a lot of times the Bible says when, when it's, when the word of God is sown, the enemy comes in to, to steal it and to uproot it, mm-hmm. uproot it. So when you come in, I would say, go on a fast. I would say, write everything down, you know, that bothers you, that, that you want God to do. Tell, you know, tell God about all of it. Not don't mm-hmm. leave nothing out. Just tell them about all of it. So you have empty, so you don't have to worry about somebody calling you out and, and putting your stuff out in the air or in the open. You've already told God mm. because if there are men and women of God, they will know how they will have the spirit of discernment and they will know how to prophesy to you properly without prophesying in the microphone your stuff. Yes, come in a place of of I'm um, I'm I'm ready. I I need this. This is this is going to be good medicine for me. So your mind is ready. Your your body is ready. Your spirit is ready. So I would say that. And then if you do those type of applications, God can't do nothing but honor it mm-hmm. because He sees your works. Mm-hmm. He said, "Faith without work 
So you said by faith, I'm emptying myself out. So the works that I'm doing, I'm, I'm doing the work. I'm cleaning myself out. I'm letting you know what's going on. So when I get to this conference, God, I need you to touch the areas of my life that's mm. most concerning to you. Because sometimes we think this little thing right here is most important. God is saying, no, this right over here mm. is what you need right here. No, but this right here is really what I know. <laughs> what you need. So right. when you give it to him, he's going to do everything that he needs to do. The potter is going to put you back on the wheel because so he can put you back together again. I like that. That's what I would say to the individuals that come. I like that. I like that, especially the part where you says when, when we surrender, emptying represents a surrendering. God, empty mm-hmm. me of all of these things that I've been carrying around. God, I want to be poured into by you. I desire something better, something different, yeah. because I keep yeah. gouging and eating on the same mess, the same junk food. And, yep. you know, and so and another thing, I, I'm going to say this and we'll we'll move on. The whole shame of it, the shame is the shame is the part that we walk in and we try to cover up and we try to mask. We try to mm-hmm. mask behind the shame. Well, God, once we give that to God, one, God doesn't bring it back up. We don't have to keep going to him and ask him for uh, forgiveness. Lord, you sure right. I'm forgiven? I feel right. No. The only shame is, is when we don't put the enemy back and put him in his place and tell him what God says about us. Because when we right. don't know, we can quickly be offended. We can be told we can, you know, be told anything and we can take on that label. We can take on that hurt and keep operating in that shame. And that's not what God desires for us. Jesus took care of all of that. So right. he can bring once we empty it. Once we purge it and like you said, come, come already knowing that you're coming to a safe place. And like you said, it's not going to be broadcast. This is a place of healing where uh, women will be there that are willing and waiting to walk alongside of you on this journey of knowing who God is calling you to be. So I love that. And you know, I'm planning on being there. Maybe we can podcast. Maybe we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. I'm planning on being there and I'm just looking forward to it. And no Amen. matter how much you think you have it all together, I'm coming empty. I'm yes. going to come empty because, listen, not my will, but your will be done, God, for my life so that I can be a better wife, a mom. I can love me. You know, mm-hmm. I, mean, I can't love me and know who I am. Then how can I love on my husband, my children, my friends, my my family, my community? So right, right. I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to um, all of the women that are coming and will be just healed in a magnificent way. Because when they come, when you leave there, that means that what you're doing, when you go back home, that means that the people that are in the home are going to be blessed because Somebody new is coming in, you know, with some new stuff poured. She ready to bounce back. She on her bounce back (laughs) right now. Absolutely. Absolutely. (laughs) So, okay. So that's what we can expect from the conference. Uh, So uh, tell us where the conference is going to be held this year. And if you like to, you can uh, 
share maybe a couple of speakers who will be there? I sure will. It will be my pleasure. Mm -hmm. It's going to be this June 17th through the 20th in the beautiful city of Fort Lauderdale Beach, Florida. Mm -hmm. Um, It's going to be Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Saturday is our luncheon. So Thursday and Friday is spiritual food with um, morning sessions and evening sessions. And then Saturday is the luncheon. It's a fun field luncheon. And some of the, um, the speakers for Thursday is Beverly Johnson. She's going to do 10 a.m. I'm going to do the 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Eight, I'm sorry. Yeah. 11 a.m. Uh, portion that morning. You have a break. And then the evening speaker is Prophetess Janithia Mack. Mm-hmm. And then on, on Friday morning, it's um, J- Pastor Jessica Collins. And then we have Brown Girls in the Boardroom with Melissa Hardwick. Mm-hmm. And then that evening we have Dr. Roslyn Frank, Robin Franklin, I'm sorry. And then Saturday, luncheon starts at 12. It's a wonderful time. It's from 12 to like 3, 3.30, but we have so much time, so much fun. We just keep going. Mm-hmm. And that's the time of victory is the luncheon. So you have Wednesday. Well, you get in Wednesday you, and Thursday and Friday. You have sessions and, and, and you have evening sessions, which the Lord is going to direct us in those mm-hmm. two as well. And then um, Saturday, we have a wonderful luncheon. I'm telling you, you want to come to the bounce back. You 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 want you want to be there. Mm-hmm. You, you want to be there. We're gonna be live on Facebook, but it's nothing like being live. Right. I hope you don't catch that. We're gonna be live on, on Facebook, Facebook, but it's nothing like being live. Right. Yes. yes. Where you can really run around the room and holler <laughs> and scream and yes and, t- and say I'm bouncing back. Yes, mm-hmm. the place of safety. And a place of freedom. Right, right. And we'll be uh, taking all type of safety precautions and things like that. You yeah. know, people are coming yeah. who have been vaccinated and those that haven't, you know, we'll be taking all safety measures and, you know, inviting the Holy Spirit to do what only he can do. So Yes. Oh, I forgot to tell them also, um, you can go to www.truthandholiness.org. Mm-hmm. www.truthandholiness.org. Dot org. It has the flyer. It has all our information. That's our website. Mm-hmm. You can, if you don't go on the, uh, we're on Facebook on the Truth and Holiness as well. You can find me on Facebook and inbox me if you need to at Evangelist Latangela Allen. That's L A T O N G E L A mm-hmm. Allen. So I gave you so many ways to get in contact with us, and hopefully you will uh, take um, take heed and 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 venture out to South Florida right. and be a part amazing conference. Right, right. And I hope that the weather is nice so when you have the break, you can uh, <laughs> take your shoes off and go run your feet yeah. and your toes through the sand because yeah. it's absolutely beautiful there. So, yes. All right. So, And all of the information that she shared, I will also add that in the description of the podcast so you'll be able to find it uh, as long as well as the advertisement for the podcast. You know, I have to share all of the information. Um, so, We talked at the beginning of the podcast about you uh, launching out and branding in 2020. Um, And you you mentioned, tell us about it. Tell us the name of it and what you're doing and all of those things. What's going on? Okay, so this kind of came out. um, Like I said, I was um, in the medical field for over 30 years now. Mm -hmm. And 
it's a field that you have to be a people person. You have to want to help people and want to 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 love on people and to help get them well. Mm-hmm. And with that customer service comes into a big part because people are coming in, they're sick, they're hurting, they're frustrated, whatever. And it depends on um, how you treat them is, is, is very important. Mm-hmm. And I found that um, in being in the medical field and, and cu- coupling with customer service is very important. Mm-hmm. So again, as I was seeking and searching in 2020, mm-hmm. when the Lord shut everything down, um, I said, I was asking, well, where am I to be? What am I to do? How am I to navigate through these extra years of my life? I want to find out, you know, I don't want to waste and I don't want destiny to die on the inside of me. Mm-hmm. And I just kept hearing, you know, the cheer, you know, the cheer, the cheerleader, the cheerleader. And I'm like, okay. And I kept seeing, and I would go to different places, um, during the pandemic and every, you know, when we were trying to get food and everybody was all in an uproar, mm-hmm. even, you know, there's no food in Publix, there's no food <laughs> at uh, Walmart, there's no nothing, no toilet paper, you know, no nothing. Right. And the customer service was just getting worse and worse. And Publix is my favorite place where shopping is a pleasure. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even a pleasure anymore <laughs> at this point because everything, everybody's just in up and, you know, but you still have to maintain even in critical times. Mm-hmm. And I said, wow. And then I would just sit and think, I'm like, what what, what will I make a mark? How will I be able to help small businesses realize that they need to have good customer service? You don't have to be a, a large franchise. Mm-hmm. You don't have to be the large, you have to be good and you have to have good customer service. Mm-hmm. And I just paid attention, you know, throughout the pandemic and even before, and I said, there really is no one that's doing, that's teaching people, at least reaching out to small businesses to say, hey, you know, they feel like, oh, I don't have the overhead. You know, I don't I don't have the overhead. I don't have to do all this. But you're the you're the one that's right. running the business mm-hmm. and you're that you're the CEO, the founder, the president and all that. And you have the nastiest attitude because, <laughs> you know, you don't you, something happened with your product. And, you know, if I tell you, you tell me to give you um, customer feedback, I give it to you. You get angry. But I'm trying to tell you what isn't working, you know, mm-hmm. so I can't through my head, Demi, and just say, okay, what can I do? You know, how can we improve this? And I just kind of sat down one day and just searching and searching. And I said, hmm. And I said, my friend always keep telling me you're too. All, always. You're just, you're just making every, everybody happy and encouraging or whatever. And pop the cheerleader mm-hmm. agency. The cheerleader And then I had to agency. say, yep, there it is. Yep. Just like that. Wow. Okay. So basically, and I remember texting you after I came out of um, one of the stores and I'm there with the cashier. I've loaded the belt up and I'm like, I didn't get a hello. I didn't get the total. I didn't get thank you. Nothing. And I'm like, you know, this is the cashier. I said, but People, I said, your employees can make or break your business. And without, you know, bringing up any names, but I love it how there's this one, there's one fast food restaurant to where, you know, and and no one's perfect, but the fact that they said, oh, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. They train their young employees to care about the customer, to make sure that the customer has their order, their order done right and in a fast way. And to, you know, 
even if it's, you know, it's just rolling off the tongue, whatever. But I, there are some people that go above and beyond. But I left that store that day and I'm like, you know, I felt like I don't want to spend my money where my dollar is not valued. And right, so right. I look at that with certain, you know, there's just certain stores and shops that I will not go into because of the customer service that I have received. And I'm like, I, I, I can do without it or maybe I have to order it online. Um, but I remember texting you and telling you, I get it. I understand. And I said, Lord, I just pray that this gets even bigger to where, you know, she's in the boardroom uh, talking with um, CEOs and things like that, saying, you know, talking about, you know, just the atmosphere of the environment where the employees work, because if the employees working for someone that they feel like, hey, I can I can um, get on, I can I can support the mission of this business. My goodness, can you imagine how profitable and how successful that business would be? So I get it, you know, um, let's cheer them on. Let's lift them up. Let's encourage so that we all can, you know, because you got happy employees, you got people getting promoted, you got people uh, getting raises, uh, being able to take care of the family. Then the bottom line is in black, not in red and all of that. So right, I, I right, get it. Right, I get right. it. I'm not a business minded right. person, but you know, if I, I, if I look at it based on how I would manage my home and how I would manage my earnings and, you know, just making wise choices for myself and my family, I get it. I get it. And so amidst in in the pandemic, God allowed you to use what you've been cultivating for more than 20 years to now place it in an area to where you can do one on one face to face uh, counseling Uh and uh, rebuilding of um, different companies and uh, franchises. I think that's amazing. Thank you. And congratulations. Congratulations on the cheerleader (laughs) agency. Congratulations. And thank you so much for the the conferences that you continue to um, provide a safe place. Uh, Thank Mm -hmm. you for I love the T-shirts. I'm going to post um, pictures of the T-shirts on there so that you guys can see it in the event. I'm like, she's busy, y'all. And did I say that she's a a wife and a mom and she works full time and yeah, Yeah. all kind of stuff, (laughs) all kind of good stuff. Now, before we go, I had a little help with this question and you can kind of figure out who helped me out with this question. I want to ask you a question that I recently asked your home, uh, your home girl about. You mentioned her. She's going to be at the conference. Miss Melissa uh-huh. Fulmore Hardwick uh, yes. of Brown Girls in a Boardroom. I asked her this question. Well, I asked her a similar question. What would you tell little Tootie about the road ahead? <laughs> I said it. I said it. <laughs> Little Tootie. (laughs) She was something. Um, I would tell Little Tootie, it's okay that you loved and didn't get it back. Mm. My God. That was her heart Mm string. So I would tell her, it's okay. 
that you loved, but love was not reciprocated back. Mm. Love hurt you, but love didn't kill you. Mm. That's what I would tell her. Because that was the premise of her pain. That's I had all yeah, I had it, but the love that I wanted from the people that I wanted from, I never got it. Mm-hmm. But it was okay that you loved. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's okay. It's okay that you loved. Never got it back. Because mm-hmm. that will that will haunt little Tootie. That would have her look into the ceiling like, well, why? Mm-hmm. Why they don't love me? Why? But you got all this love over here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But the very ones that you wanted to mm-hmm. didn't give it back. Mm-hmm. At least you feel like they gave it back. Mm-hmm. But it's you. okay. It's okay. I hear yeah. you, sis. I hear you. And mm-hmm. um, so that gave me chills. And um, I hear the word capacity. God was just... And this isn't a counseling session, and I don't know if this would fit anywhere, but I just believe that uh, God was showing you even then your capacity to love because Mm -hmm. your love is genuine. Your love is uh, hard and uh, your love draws. Look at the people, the impact uh, where you are. And I hear you and and I don't dismiss what little Tootie felt. Um, Mm -hmm. That was part of her journey. Um, Mm -hmm. And I know I'm going to say this so uh, we can um, end on a happy note because, Mm -hmm. you know, that's a blessing in that. Um, Mm -hmm. God reminded Mm -hmm. me probably last year. And I don't know, you you know, you think that you get over some things. So uh, at the beginning of the first year of our marriage, we lost two babies and here I Mm -hmm. am 20 I want to say is 27 years later God God showed me something in that now I I, I, there's you know the grief of that has since God healed me of that and he says you fell in love with those babies before you ever met them he allowed Mm -hmm. me to love and experience love before I ever even saw them. And mm-hmm. that's and that's the same love that we have with him. We haven't seen him, but we can experience him in such an amazing way. Yes. And he gives yes. us that capacity to do it. Like yes. no other relationship that we have. So yes. I, I, I love that. I love that he just kissed me on the cheek with that. You know, and I was yes. like, my God, thank you. I never even looked at it in that way. So, yes. what an amazing God that we serve. And I Absolutely. I just thank you that um, your heart to love continues to love, continues to meet people, continue, continues to um, just open doors and pathways so that uh, young women can feel the other side of hurt feel 
filled with the yes. other side of hurt right around the corner. Just keep going right around the corner. That's right. That's it's right. There. That's it's right. there. That's right. I've had such an amazing time just talking with you and um, just hearing your heart. We're going to share all of the information uh, that uh, about how we can find out about the conference, uh, the cheerleader agency uh, and all everything that you're doing. And I just want to tell you, thank you so much. I love you. I appreciate you coming on and, and talking and sharing with us. And I look forward to seeing you in June. Yes, I will see you. It has been an honor speaking with you. I pray God's blessings and favor over Demi and friends. Thank that you. it shall go worldwide. Come yes. on, God. And we we will see that. It's okay. <laughs> And if it doesn't, it's still okay. It's still okay. It's still okay. okay. It's still okay. Impacting (laughs) and changing lives, you know, one listener at a time. (laughs) So thank you, sis, so much. And uh, I just want to say thank thank you guys for joining us for this episode of Can We Talk with Demi and Friends? Join us again when we'll talk more about life, love, relationships, spirituality, and being the very best version of who you were created to be. And please remember to invite a friend and so that we all can have some good old-fashioned conversation. You can also visit us on our social media outlets by going to Miss underscore Demi 03 on Instagram and Twitter as well as on Facebook at Demi Thompson. And you can also check out our website on www.demiandcompany.com. Please be sure to like, share, and subscribe to the podcast and let us know how we're doing. Now, until we get a chance to talk again, make sure you're having those conversations that matter the most in your life and be present in the moment with the people who matter the most to you. So until next time, talk it out.